Hey, welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Welcome back to Sneaky Place Podcast. Brian Catino here with Chris Morris, Tom Fierro. We're approaching week 12 of the NFL season. Absolutely flying by. Um, teams are in the playoff hunt that you know. And then there's teams like the Bengals that are eliminated from the playoff hunt already, which I think is the, the earliest. I can't remember what year it's been since the team was eliminated that early, but... The Bengals are officially god awful at football. That is that, that's <laughs> just too funny, man. Zero and ten eliminated before December already. Before even the last week in November, as sad as that is, and and they can't like as bad as they are. I feel like they they're just having an identity crisis with like they don't know how bad they want to be because like you know they'll have the game against the Ravens where they get blasted by forty points. And then they'll, like, put up a semi-fight against the Raiders the next week. It's like, guys, just, like, go all in on sucking or, like, try to be competitive. You can't just do this, you know, Jekyll and Hyde week-by-week week thing. So, that's even worse. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Uh, well, I got a big game to worry about. I can't worry about the Bengals. Yeah. I got, fir- I got first place to worry about in the so, NFC. I have not much to worry about, it seems like, these days. So, I'd rather not <laughs> talk about the Eagles. <laughs> Well, the Jets technically still have a chance to make the playoffs. The the smoking hot Jets, by the way. <laughs> Two wins in a row. It, don't call it a win streak. I love don't it. Don't call it a win streak. <laughs> Kick yeah, it Deadskin's ass. This is what I was thinking about when I made my bold prediction that it'd be a wild card team. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sam Darnold believes it. Hey, I believe it too. <laughs> <laughs> Never too late. <laughs> Never too late um, until it is too late. Um, <laughs> anyway, so – there's actually someone that was on the Bengals last year that I actually am I'm enjoying watch play this year for a new team. He plays quarterback for the Detroit Lions. His name is Jeff Driscoll. Former Florida boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, had some moments on Sunday. Had some moments. Moments, yeah. And you know what? He's, uh, he's going to be my quarterback this week. I'm starting off. Starting off hot. Quarterback, please. Oh, Jeff Driscoll, 5,500 at the Washington Redskins. The Redskins are officially – I think they're worse than the Bengals. They just happen to scratch out a win against the Dolphins. And uh, uh, they, they let Sam Darnold do what, do what he pleased this past weekend. And uh, Jeff Driscoll looked competent against the, the Lions – I mean, against the Cowboys for the Lions. And uh, at 5,500, 
I, I like his chances to get get where upwards of twenty points. So that's my one and only play this week at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much, uh, at least at the bottom half. You might have to pay up this week. One guy I like is Baker Mayfield, even though I think he's a crappy QB, and the Browns are awful. Uh, but he has shown he's been able to play a little bit the last few weeks going up against the Dolphins, and he's at 5,900. I really like the matchup, um, especially because he's been able shown he can throw the ball a little bit. I mean, uh, going up against the Steelers' defense, they were really good, even though he ended up winning the game. But he had a lot of good throws that game. Uh, so I expect more of the same from Baker Mayfield, and I hope he beats the Dolphins because if he doesn't, his career shot. No. Oh. Jeez, career shot. Calling yeah. it over in year two. Year two. I mean, you have, all, you have all these weapons. If you can't beat the Dolphins just by throwing the ball, you're, you're not going very far in the NFL. No, I tend to agree. And I actually, uh, for what it's worth, I do like Baker this week, too, at that price. Um, my guy, who we just briefly touched on also, uh, Sammy Darnold, slinging the rock for the Jets. Like we said, the red-hot two-game winning streak, J-E-T-S. Um, going against an Oakland defense that, you know, was decent last week, but that was also going up against Ryan Finley and the Bengals, who we touched on. Um, and Oakland, you know, pretty much throughout this whole year, even though they're having a pretty good season, um, it's mostly been through their offense, like we've touched on. Um, defense has kind of been a little shoddy. They've definitely been shaking the secondary. Pretty banged up, too. Um, they have a couple safeties that are out. I know one of them, Carl Joseph's out for the year. LaMarcus Joyner's hurt, too. They've been shuffling guys around. Um, and the Jets have looked really good, man. Back-to-back weeks with 30-plus points. Darnold, four touchdowns against the Redskins on Sunday. Um, back-to-back weeks with over 20 fantasy points. He had 26-and-a-half last week. Um, Oakland's obviously a better team than the Giants and the Redskins, but still kind of a shaky defense. It's a home game, too. Um, you know, West Coast team traveling east with, with those injuries that I said. Um, I think Darnold could keep it up. I like, uh, I like the way he's been playing, and, you know, he, he's still not – He's still not quite as consistent, you know, as the guy that, you know, you, you want him to be. Um, but he's still young, and, you know, he obviously had the mono thing early in, early in the season. So, it, you know, it seems like he's kind of starting to run into form at least. Um, and their schedule is, is pretty light down the stretch too. So, this, uh, I you know, I'm not a huge Jets optimist, but I think this could be a trend possibly for the rest of the year, as crazy as that is to sound. This week, I do not like Darnold going up against the Raiders. No? I just feel like this is a game. I felt like it could have been last week against the Redskins. Uh, I feel like this week could be one of those weeks also where he just lays an egg. I mean, the Raiders look like a competent team. And if you look at the, you know, the Raiders, I mean, at the uh, Redskins and the Giants, those two teams just aren't win- winning teams. They don't have a culture where they like to go out and win. Uh, it's just th- those type of teams. The Raiders are a team that can definitely play an offense and will keep stay in the game because of their offense. And I don't know if Sam Darnold's up to the task yet of going into a shootout type deal and winning a game. Yeah. So it, I just – I don't like it solely on that, but I could definitely be wrong. I mean, I do like Sam Darnold as a quarterback overall. I just wanted these weeks. I feel like he's not, he might not be up to the task if this game is close. Yeah, no, I hear you. I just, I mean, I just don't believe in Oakland's defense that much. I do like their offense, but with the injuries I said, and, you know, going on the road too, um, they also haven't really played, you know, they played a bad quarterback last week too. Sometimes, you know, when you play a bad QB and you get fat on them, um, you know, you kind of get caught by surprise playing against a good TV, good, a good QB. Um, 
I don't know. I just think they're building confidence. That's that's what this is, you know, mainly based off of. I just, you know, they, they passed the eye test on offense, and he's passed the eye test for me the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of great options. I don't think a QB this week, especially in kind of the mid-tier levels, but he's one that I do like. Um, I, mean, I think you can go Russell Wilson, too, if you really wanted to at 6,800, but there's a reason why he's the highest-priced quarter, quarterback of the week. Yeah, I mean – Sam Darnold isn't like a, a smash play or anything this week, but I think he could be a competent um, slot in your lineup this week if you wanted to pay up elsewhere. He's one of the few guys that's down on this list that um, he's been playing well in the recent weeks. <clears throat> um, and I, I like him this week because the Reds, the Redskins, the Raiders are traveling from West Coast to East Coast for a one o'clock start. Um, they usually don't play well when they do when they do that. And I know they say defense travels, but I mean, defense doesn't travel with a three hour jet lag. So, uh, I mean, I think the jets are going to go be at home and, and play really well this week. It might be on the ground. It might be through the air, but I think San Barnard will put, put together a competent football game and, and not give you a dud, which is kind of what you need at that, at that bottom tier of the quarterback position. So I like Sam Darnold this week. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the jets are going to play well. I think uh, I think he's rolling right now. I'm with you. All right. Um, so those are th- some three three value plays at QB. Like Morris said, if if you want to pay off for Russell Wilson, we're definitely not telling you to not do that. Uh, he's 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 been unreal this year. Um, but anyway, let's let's move on to running back. Dom, we'll start with you. Who you got carrying the rock this week for you? So my two guys play for the same team, and they're both on the play on the Patriots. Uh, James White is at 50 – let me see. I just saw it. 5,300. 5,300. And then Sonny Michelle is at 4,600. Uh, this Cowboys team has been known to get kind of very lackadaisical against the run. I mean, you saw I saw it when they played the Packers. Uh, in the past weeks, they've been – Shredded by the running game. Vikings game, too. Yeah. So, and I don't know if it has anything to do with those better teams, uh, but either of those two, I feel like, are good bets going into this week. I mean, Sony Michelle is one of those guys who's kind of boom or bust, you know, depending on the week. Uh, But if he gets some looks in the goal line, he's going to have a big week. And then James White, I mean, he just does it all. He was running the ball a little bit last week against the Eagles. Uh, So, those two guys are my picks this week. Yeah, I uh, I like the James White pick um, because we have seen Dallas, especially you know covering guys out of the backfield. Dalvin Cook screened them to death um, like a few weeks ago. Um, like you said, I mean Aaron Jones went off against them. Um, I just, I mean, the Patriots running game, you know, between the tackles and just kind of lining up and pounding it, just really hasn't been there this year. Um, no matter who they're playing, Michelle really hasn't gotten going. They've had offensive line injuries um, that have really just hampered that whole running game in total. So I don't, I don't really love Michelle. I do like White because I think they're going to have to, you know, chuck it and air it out. Um, and I do think Dallas's pass defense is susceptible to if Brady gets ample time. Um, and even if he doesn't get a ton of time, he's going to be dumping it to White, you know, left and right. Um, and I think White, you know, in general will probably get more playing time than Michelle, whether he's running the ball or catching the ball. So I could, uh, I could see White. I don't like Michelle as much, but I do like the White pick. Um, and then I had two guys, um, Derek Henry. Price at 6,900. A little higher, but coming off a really good week two weeks ago before the bye against the Chiefs, 188 yards, two touchdowns. Highest output of the season. He had 36 fantasy points. He's been pretty steady all year. Um, 832 yards, 10 touchdowns. I mean, he's on pace for 
you know, 1,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, really good season, um, good yards per carry too. He's going up against the Jacksonville defense too that was just absolutely shredded this past week by the Colts on the ground. Marlon, Marlon Mack and Jonathan Williams, whoever the hell that is, ran for over 100 yards. They had two separate guys run for over 100 yards. Um, and I think Tennessee coming off a bye, refreshed at home, um, really, you know, they kind of know who they are. They know that identity. They want to run the ball. Um, and I think they're probably looking their chops after watching that Jags, that Jags game last week where they were just getting gashed. So I think Henry's worth paying up a little bit too at 6,900. Um, and then my second guy, uh, Kareem Hunt at 5,600. Um, I really like the way they've used him. You know, Kareem Hunt, obviously a lot of controversy surrounding him, but you know, he's been utilized. If there's one thing that Freddie Kitchens has done, you know, competently, it's been using Kareem Hunt pretty well in the two games that he's had him. Um, double digit fantasy points in both games that he's played this year. Really good at catching the ball. They've used him a lot on third down, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield. Has uh, seven and six catches, respectively, in the two games he played. Um, hasn't gotten totally involved in the ground game. I mean, that's still probably Nick Chubb's, Nick Chubb's main role there. So he's probably not going to get too many carries, but. Um, against the lowly Dolphin defense, you know, there's definitely mismatches they can take advantage of. They've had formations with him and Chubb in the backfield at the same time. So he's definitely getting requisite playing time. Um, and I think at the price he's at 5,600, that could, uh, that could be a good steal for this week. So for me, I, uh, Dom, I, I like James White. I actually, I have him slotted in here for me. Um, I think he's got a really good price this week. I think he's going to be utilized in the screen game early and often. Um, I, I can't go with Sony Michelle. It just he's been he's been too frustrating this year. Um, but I, I can see the premise of your idea where if if they get the ground game going, he'll he'll be the one to do it. But I, I feel like James White in the screen game will be more utilized. Um, Morris uh, Derrick Henry is definitely a, a really good play. He I mean, like you said, the Jag, Jacksonville Jaguars got thrashed on the ground last week. Uh, I, I would expect Derrick Henry, who's been having a really solid, consistent season, to do more of the same. Um, and Kareem Hunt, yeah, he's he's a good play, and it's uh, it's yeah. it's hard to not notice him because as soon as he's right. as soon as he came in for the Browns, they're like Kareem Hunt's back, and uh-huh. he was getting utilized off early and often. So, and and the way he has been utilized is really good for their offense. Um, so, yeah, at his price, he's actually a really solid play against the Miami Dolphins this week. For me, I have a guy that uh, seems a little shocking, but because it's going up against the Buffalo defense, I have Philip Lindsay here at 5,200. Um, the Buffalo defense on the ground, they, they let it up. Um, they're, they're better against the pass um, by far. Um, they'll let you beat you on the ground because they know when it comes – down to it, they're not going to beat you through. Other teams aren't going to beat them through the air. So I think Phil Lindsay could put up solid numbers this week. He's due for some positive touchdown regression. Um, and I, I think it happens this week against Buffalo. And I think, um, I think he gets things going for, for Denver, who looked really good in the first half this past week against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and then they just happened to fall apart. So, uh, yeah, give me, give me Phil Lindsay at 5,200. Yeah, I like that pick for the price, too. Um, he hasn't been quite as, you know, electrifying as he was last year, which I think was kind of expected. Um, I mean, he really jumped on the scene a year ago and you know, had numerous just breakout games where, you know, everyone was like, who the hell is this guy? We're stunned at how good he was. I mean, he hasn't been bad this year, but, you know, playing on just an offense that, you know, lacks weapons, quite frankly, and just lacks a quarterback hasn't been as easy for him. Um, 
But I do like the matchup, you know, the team that you're picking on this week too. Buffalo has been really bad against the run, um, especially in recent weeks. Didn't really quite matter as much last week when they're playing, you know, not a real team in the Dolphins. Um, but I know the Eagles gashed them a few weeks ago when we played them. Um, who was, yeah, the Browns, Chubb had a big day against them too. So, yeah, I mean, they definitely yield yards on the ground. And at that price, um, and Lindsay, a guy that hasn't really to- totally busted out this year, um, I think he's he's definitely due for a bust out game, like you said. I do like the Lindsay pick. He's been running the ball well. I mean, like you said, Morris, he hasn't been electrifying, but he's been running the ball well uh, in the last few games. So I expect him to have, you know, still run it well against the Bills this week. All right. Any, any more running back plays before we move on to receiver? No, nah, that was all I had. Yeah, I feel like this week there's there's some uh, not as many options. I mean, the Vikings have options, obviously, and then the Chiefs are on a bye, the Chargers are on a bye. So um, a lot of teams with uh, quality options that cannot be utilized. Um, we'll move on to receiver. Morris, we'll start with you. Um, any sneaky plays for pass catchers this week? Um, uh, receiver was a little harder, I thought, this week. Um I landed on two guys. One guy was going up against my team, coincidentally. Uh, DK Metcalf, 6,300. Um, you could obviously go with Lockett, too, here, but he's much more higher priced at 7,600. Um, he's also coming off an injury. Remember that, that Monday night game last week? He exited early, didn't come back in. They say he's going to play this week, but, you know, you never know how that's going to hold up. Um, and the Eagles' pass defense has been much, much better in recent weeks, the last month or so. Um, you know, far cry from what they were early in the year. It's been, you know, really solidified getting healthy back there. But they also haven't played, you know, the best quarterbacks and the best passing games. Um, even last week, I mean, I know it's Brady, but that passing offense just is not the same this year. I mean, they totally lack weapons. And like we talked about their offensive line issues early. So it's just different. Um, and Seattle is a team that's just been airing it out all year long. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson, probably top two in MVP, him and Lamar Jackson. Um probably having his best season and DK Metcalf's been making plays all year and big plays. Um, and while this, you know, while the Eagles defense has been better, I think this is going to be, you know, a really different kind of test. Um, and these are kind of the receivers that hurt them kind of the big body versatile, you know, explosive guys. I think he's definitely due to get behind their defense once or twice in this game, probably for a touchdown too. Um, so yeah, I think it, at 6,300, I think that's, that's probably a better, a better pick than, than Lockett would be at, at 7,600 in this game. Um, and my other guy, I'm riding heavy with the Jets this week, man. Jameson Crowder, 6,200. Um, I know he's kind of been a favorite of this podcast this year too. Three straight weeks with a touchdown, um, at least five catches, at least 76 yards in every single game too. 22, 19, and 18 and a half fantasy points the last three weeks. Really kind of emerging as, uh, as Sam Darnold's go-to guy. And like I said, I like Darnold this week, so – I got to like his number one target too, Crowder. Um, 6,200 isn't that bad. And like I said, I like the matchup. I, I like their matchup against Oakland's defense. I think they're they're pretty shaky on the back end. Um, and him and Darnold seem like they've really found something together the last few weeks. So I, I'd like that to continue this week. Yeah, I like both those picks. Uh, James and Crowder has just been unbelievable this year, especially the last few weeks. I mean, clearly Darnold's number one guy. And then DK Metcalf, he was a guy I was leaning towards picking. Uh, I really like what he's done this year. Uh, I know we were critical a little bit of him, you know, when the draft was going on and earlier in the season. But he's kind of shown up a little bit this year for his rookie season and presents a good matchup against the Eagles this week. Uh, I would expect him to have a decent game. Uh, I can't really – I mean, 
two guys I would love to pick, but I'm not going to pick are Golden Tate and uh, what's his name, Darius Slayton. Uh, I like just, Darius Slayton. I don't like them, though, this week against the Bears. Yeah. But I really – I mean, those, if I had to pick a, a, one, two, those two guys I really like as receivers overall. I just kind of take a flyer on them this week. But one guy I'm really leaning towards is uh, Taylor, Taylor Gabriel of the Bears. Uh, he had that big game going into uh, against the Redskins uh, this year on Monday night. And then after that kind of disappeared. But over the last two weeks, he's been getting more targets. Uh, he had 13.8 fantasy points against the Lions a week ago and then 12.7 last week against the Rams. So he's getting more targets. It seems to be taking a little bit more. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's getting more targets. Uh, seems to be taking more advantage of those targets. And, you know, if he can find the end zone, it'd be even better. But he's definitely a guy that's slowly becoming one of uh, Trubisky's favorite targets. Again, I, if Trubisky plays this week, I don't know. But I would expect the same kind of outcome, whether, you know, whoever plays quarterback for the Bears this week. DK Metcalf is definitely someone that's that's been on my radar for this week. Um Morris, like you touched upon, I mean, you watch the Eagles more than anybody I know. Uh, you, you can you can see that, you know, they're they're obviously their defense is getting a little bit better, but I think the the Patriots' offense is just so remedial yeah, this year that bad. it made it made the Eagles look even better. Um, I mean, I do think they're headed to the positive direction, but I think this week against the Seattle Seahawks, like the Seahawks are going to be able to move the football often and then take big shots down the field. So I like DK Metcalf for that reason. Um, Jameson Crowder. I mean, what more can we say about the guy we've, we've uh, instilled trust in him on this podcast early uh, often. Um, And yeah, I mean, he's definitely an option this week for sure. He's still only 6,200 and he's clearly the number one option in, in the, in an offense that's getting better and better each week. Um, so, yeah, I like both those options. And then, Tom, I'm not sure I could hop on the Taylor Gabriel train just because the Bears are the quarter. The Bears' offense is a mess. I mean, just a mess. So, they are going up against the Giants. I mean, uh, a lower offense this week, which, which could help. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure where I'm at with it. Um, for me, I, I got a guy that, He's got he's had um, 44 targets in his last five games. His name is Devonte Parker. Wow, 200. He has been pretty good. He's been really surprisingly it's, steady. It's disgusting how good he's been. Like <laughs> in the past seven weeks, he's how many catches top, has had him? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But he's he's obviously the number one target. Brian Fitzpatrick is, has been – he's been competent. I mean, they've, they've been in football games. Parker had a really good la- week last week, had roughly 22 fantasy points. Um, the week we sided him into our lineup, he had, he had a touchdown on, on four or five catches. So, um, to, to me, a, a number one option receiver at 5,200 is, is a good price. I'm not saying he's, he's a smash play by any means, but he's somebody that you can look at if you only have $5,200 left and a, a flexor receiver – remaining he's he's a guy that I would 100% confidently put into my lineup um and then Calvin Ridley has to be in my lineup this week at 6,500 he's he's I think I was thinking him yeah he's 100% needs to be in my lineup I'm not sure how you guys feel about him I mean obviously the Falcons haven't been you know 
Hotlanta this year, but over the last two weeks, they've looked better. I mean, they've looked like what we thought they were going to be going into the season. So, I mean, I like Calvin Lee as, as a basically the number two option in, in an offense that should be high flying this week at home against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike the Parker pick. Um, he has been really good recently too. Um, but I, I, I like the Ridley pick better, 6,500. Um, huge week last week, 143 yards on eight catches and a touchdown. Um, and yeah, like you said, this Falcon team kind of risen back from the dead all of a sudden. Um, I think we all kind of realized that they were, you know, out of those teams that were just in the dumpster early in the season, first half of the year. They were, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't picking up the, you know, rise to the dead like this or anything, but they definitely do have, you know, big time playmakers on offense. Um, that's something that they've always had with Julio and Ridley, um, and even Hooper um, and Freeman when he's healthy. And they still have a good quarterback, too. I mean, Matt Ryan's not his MVP self a couple of years ago, but he's still an above average NFL quarterback compared to some of the other direct we see every Sunday. Um, so, yeah, Ridley, I mean, he's definitely, you know, it seems like he's rounding into form. Um, that was really his first huge game since week two against the Eagles when he had over 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, and I like the matchup too again this week. I mean, Tampa Bay, like we said, they gave up a ton of yards through the air. Um, and, you know, I mean, you could always go Julio too there too. Um, but he's also, I mean, he's priced at 8,000. There's clearly a reason for that because they like the matchup with him too this week. Um, but if there's any way, you know, they might double Julio or even both guys. I mean, there's a good chance both of these guys go off for, you know, eight catches close to 100 yards and a touchdown. So I, I do like the Ridley pick. Yeah, I like both of those picks too. I looked up Devontae Parker to see how much he can catch, how much he's been catching out of those uh, targets, and a, a really good amount, probably over seventy-five percent, eighty percent of them. So that's always nice to see out of a receiver. So I would lo- really love that pick if that continues. And Calvin Ridley, uh, great game last week. He's just one of those guys to me. Like you never know what he's, you're gonna get. Uh, and at sixty-five hundred, I feel like he's just a little too priced for me to put in my lineup. Even with um, Hooper out and Freeman out, but you, you... yeah, it's to me, it's just I don't know. I really like him as a wide receiver, but at sixty five hundred, uh, there. I mean, I'd rather put DJ Moore in my lineup almost, or uh, Chark in my lineup. You know, they're a little, you know, not much cheaper, but both. At, I actually no, they're both at sixty four hundred. So you'd be paying a hundred dollars less for one of those guys, and I feel like both of those guys are going to get a quality game out of you more than Calvin Ridley who might be you know awful because he seems to be that type of receiver yeah DJ Chark is is definitely a fair argument there I would I would actually consider him playing him as well he's been he's been more of a consistent product this season than Calvin Ridley so I'm, I'm with you there um any more receivers uh I mean I have one guy here he's actually in the Jets game this weekend but he's playing for Oakland his name is Hunter Renfro Ooh, I like Hunter Renfro, man. He's been good this year. There's not, he's their number good. two receiver, too, behind Tyrell Williams. He's been good. And the, the Jets are really good against tight ends um, defensively. So there goes Darren Wall. I mean, Darren Wall will still probably get his. But I think more of the targets are going to end up going to Hunter Renfro this week yeah, um, as, as right. that number two option. Waller almost. Yeah. yeah, so Renfro is really the number three option. But, yeah, no, he's been steady. Um and yeah, I mean the Jets they 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 still give up yards. I mean, we especially the slot receivers too. We saw what Golden Tate did against them two weeks ago. Um low key, I think that could be an entertaining high scoring game. I mean, you know, I feel like we've talked about that game a lot already. 
Um, but I, I, I could see Renfro having a good game too. Yeah, he could definitely go off against the Jets uh, and Jamal Adams have like an aneurysm on the field because that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> Jamal Adams. Dude, he's a stud, man. Three sacks he had on Sunday? What's it's the, red, it's the Redskins. Sack? I know relax. it's the Redskins, but what safety gets three sacks in a game? Guy's good, but... That's, that's a newsflash, too. I mean, look, I know Jamal Adams, like, he can kind of be a head case, it seems like, at times, but just maybe don't trade your best players that are really, really good at football. Like, newsflash to the Jets, don't trade Jamal Adams. It makes you worse if you do that, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Um, anyway, um, let's move Let's move on to, to tight end. Um, I... It seems to be awful again yet this week. Um, Dom, we'll, st- we'll start with you. Any, any, any tight ends that you like this week? Uh, Vance McDonald, maybe. I mean, he's not the greatest, but he does get targets from uh, Mason Rudolph at 3,500. If he can get anything, I mean, it's more than his value is. Uh, other than that, I mean... There's really nothing. I mean, if you want to pay up, pay up for the two top guys. But even those two guys, I really don't trust much. I mean, Hollister's come on for the Seahawks had two really good pass games. Uh, but I just I just don't see him. I know the Eagles are good against the tight ends, but I just don't see him having, you know, top tight end numbers yet. Uh, and Jared Cook is to me is and who knows what you're going to get out of him. Uh, but Vance McDonald's my guy. Yeah, I thought about McDonald. Um, I do kind of like that pick, Dom. Gets targets. Um, I mean, Rudolph is so erratic and hasn't really been good at throwing to receivers this year, especially Juju. He's kind of just been non-existent. He might not play either. Deontay Johnson might not play. So someone's got to catch the ball. Um, And against the Bengals, I mean, it should be McDonald. Um, My guy was Ertz this week. I mean, I know it's it's a heavy price, $6,000. You probably don't want to pay up for that, but I do like the matchup this week. Seattle's been really bad at covering tight ends all year. Their pass defense is not is just not good. Um, I think we're you know far enough into the season now to realize that. Um, and Ertz is coming on last two games. I mean, he's finally kind of broken out of the the early season you know slump he was in. Nine catches each of the last two games, 103 and 94 yards. He had a touchdown against the Bears. Um, and with the limited passing options that the Eagles have on offense right now, I mean, injuries at receiver and and the receivers that are out there are just completely incompetent i mean don't even get me started on nelson aguilar but um i mean Ertz is he's clearly proved himself that he's kind of rounded in form um he's going to get most of the targets and i like the matchup too i mean it's definitely a better matchup than the patriot game too where you know they're kind of had they had to force him the ball i think he'll he'll have a lot of room to run um this week and i think he'll probably find the end zone so yeah th- there's there's three options here it's zach Ertz, vance mcdonald and my boy Ryan Griffin from the New York Jets attacking this game right now. Yeah. We are attacking this game. But he's at 4,200. And Ozzy, he's, he's been, he's puts up some, some solid numbers every now and then. Um, Four touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, like we said, like we said already, I mean, Morris, you and I don't really trust this Oakland defense, um, especially this week. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, tight end is just a crapshoot to begin with. So, uh, I don't know. The safest play is probably Zach Ertz. But I, I think McDonald also provides a pretty good floor with the amount of targets he's most likely going to get with Juju most likely out, James Conner most likely out. Um, 
Deontay Johnson was bleeding from his ear four days ago. Oh, geez, He's probably yeah. out. So, I mean, it's, it's slim pickings for Mason Rudolph to throw the football somewhere. And, I mean, he's, he's pretty incompetent throwing the ball downfield. So, I would assume some, some, uh, some stick plays to Vance McDonald are in the cards this week against the, <laughs> against the Bengals. I like the options, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 brutal at this position. I, I wonder when it's going to get better. I, like I wonder names. when it's going to get better. Yeah. Uh-huh. When when Jimmy Graham uh, is oh, off God. of Sunday Night Football yeah, and can Jimmy play Graham. again on yes. the slate. Oh my goodness, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham! Oh God, Jimmy Graham's been the same mediocre player for like a decade now. It seems like after he's playing well this year. Yeah, he's, he's been well. Better. He's been better. He's not the key to your offense, but he's been he's been all right. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, let's let's move on from that misery to more misery. Moving on to defense. Uh I'll start and uh talk about this with Dom a little bit. The Atlanta Falcons de- actually I told you more. I told both of you. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh <laughs> Atlanta Atlanta Falcons defense against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, Jameis is due for a pick every single Sunday. And uh I mean he threw what four this past I mean, he's just turnover machine um so falcons playing a little bit better uh didn't think that would ever happen this season but i I like their price this week against the turnover pro tampa bay buccaneers uh offense so i love the atlanta falcons this defense this week the rejuvenated reinvigorated falcons defense 3500 i feel like it's kind of a steal um you know you're not going to take the raiders defense at 3600 above them i think that's idiotic how they're how the Raider defense is priced higher than the Falcons defense. They've been getting after the quarterback too, a lot of sacks. And yeah, like you said, what better guy to go up against than, you know, Mr. Turnover himself, Jameis Winston, who has, I think, 18 picks on the year I saw somewhere uh, the other day. Um, 18 and only counting. Might end up with 30 on the year if he plays the full 16 games. So uh, yeah, give me, give me the Falcons at 3,500. I'll tell you what I'm taking this week. Cincinnati Bengals. Oh my God. Twenty one hundred going up against the Steelers. I mean, we talked about we, bad, yeah. we just had a whole segment on how bad the Steelers could be this week. That's right. And how Mason Rudolph is very inaccurate with all his throws. So why not take the Bengals? They played really well against the Raiders. Uh had a defensive fumble recovery, had an interception, three sacks, only seventeen points against. Uh and if we really are that down on the Steelers at 2,100, that's, that's, I mean, that could be the sneakiest play of the week right there. Uh, and you save it. And you, and you take a ton, and you save a ton of money and go spend it wherever the hell you want. Uh, so I'm taking the Bengals this week. <laughs> Sneaky play of the week. I the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I, I kind of, I kind of like it. <laughs> Sneaky play of the week. Cincinnati Bengals defense. Never thought. Those words would come out of my mouth, but here, yeah, here we are. I mean, it's uh, wow, it's been rough picking defenses this year too. It's just, it's a mess. It has it's been a mess yeah. all around. Um, yeah, I mean, no defense has really put together like an entire season besides the the Patriots. So, it's uh, yeah. it's been a rough go. Um, all right, well, that concludes our DraftKings place. Um. And we'll move on to picks against the spread, our favorite part. Morris, you were up two games on me. And 
Dom and I are now tied. Dom had Dom had a good week. Oh uh, wow! Last week only had, yep. only had two teams separating all of us though. I only, only had a two game lead. Yep, that is uh, wow. that's where we're at. It's getting it's getting tight. It's getting tight. Yeah, it is getting tight. Six <laughs> weeks to go. Sadly, so. But uh, yeah, Cardinals game was a killer last week for us. No, that's uh, right. Yeah, it was. Oh, that was a killer for everybody. Yeah. Talk about the bad beat. Oh my god, <laughs> that was just brutal. That was brutal. Yeah, it's that's not ideal. Not ideal. Anyway, all right, let's move on um, to these picks to Thursday night football. I got a divisional game between the Colts and the Texans. The Texans are four-point favorites here. Morse, who you got? I like the Colts, man. Colts have uh, beaten them a couple times in a row. Getting back to last year, they beat them this year. Um, Colts are banged up. They've had a lot of injuries, but uh, hopefully they get T.Y. Hilton back. Jacoby Brissett looked good last week coming back. Texans coming off a massive dud. Um, I just think the Colts are a little bit better. I think the Colts cover that spread and kind of like them to win the game. Yeah, I guess the Colts, uh, the Texans have really been bad this year to me. Um, just not the same Texans team we used to see that loses in the wild card round the first Saturday <laughs> of January. Uh, so I got the Colts. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans. I think Sean Watson bounces back in a big way this week. Um, Moving on to Sunday, 1 p.m., we've got the Bucks at the Falcons. Both teams are three and seven. Um, the Falcons are four and a half point favorites here. Falcons, I'm riding the dirty birds. Them and the Jets, hottest teams in the league right now, three and seven. Gotta love it. Um, yeah, I got, I got the, the Falcons are playing now. I got the Falcons also. Clean sweep. Falcons, Operation Dirty Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing too hot in our fantasy league, that team. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Broncos at the Bills. Um, the Bills are four-point favorites at home. Oh, kind of like the Broncos. Like the way they played last week, Bills had a uh, had an impressive win. Josh Allen looked really good, best game of the year. But uh, I don't know. I feel like that comes crashing back down. I think the Broncos will cover and maybe win, but definitely cover. Dom, who you got? Did Dom go out? Dom might have gone. I'm going to take the Bills here. Um, I just uh, I feel confident in them this week. I feel confident in Josh Allen. All right. Um, Morris, let's move on to the Giants at the Bears. The Bears are six-point favorites. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants. Coming off the bye, I don't know if they win, but uh, the Bears are just in such flux right now. Who the hell knows who's going to be playing quarterback? So I think the Giants cover that spread. I'm also going to go with the Giants. Uh, don't know why, but <laughs> I, I'll, I'll use your reasoning. Spread's too <laughs> high. Spread's, yeah, too, spread's high. too high. Spread's too high. Um, yeah, Bears, six-point favorites. I mean, they might even score six points. Yeah, um, really. Jesus. Uh, moving on to divisional matchup between the Steelers at 5-5 five and five and the 0-10 Bengals. The Steelers are six and a half point favorites on the road. That is also too high. Um, Bengals decent showing last week against the Raiders. I don't know if they win, but like we talked about with all those Steelers injuries on offense, uh, they're at home. I think the Bengals show up for this one division game. They might win, um, but they'll definitely cover. 
I am also going to take the Bengals, which is an absurd statement. Um, <laughs> moving on to the Dolphins at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are 10.5-point favorites. Oh, that's also crazy. Um, hmm. The Dolphins did look really bad last week. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the Browns, actually, to cover that insanely high spread. I don't know why, but uh, I feel like they, they finally break out and score like 30 points. I'm waiting for it all year. I say it happens this week. Uh, I'm right there with you. I'll, I'll take the Brownies as well. Um, moving on to what should be a decent football game. Eh, I don't know anymore. The pa- I don't know what to think about the Panthers anymore. Yeah, um, going, up, going up against the Saints. The Saints are in the Superdome. They're 10-point favorites here. Uh, I like the Saints. I think they found their identity again last week. I think Kyle Allen's starting to show his true colors. He's just a backup. He's not the future. Um, I think the Saints could could blow them out of this game. I think the Saints cover that. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints as well. Uh, big game from Drew Breezy. Uh, moving on to our favorite game of the week so far, the Raiders at the Jets. Yes. The Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites. J-E-T-S, all day, baby. Love the way this offense is playing. I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Could have some points. Uh, I think the Jets will win the game. So, I'm like, I got the Jets. Yeah, I'm obviously not picking against the Jets here. So, <laughs> let's uh, let's do this damn thing, Sam Darnold. Three in a row, man. That would be, that That's would be right. something. That's right, I know. That would be, be awesome. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff if still. They, if they can just become like a competent football team, I'll be so happy. I mean, I yeah, would go, be so happy. You know, close the year well, go like six and 10, seven and nine, better than, you know, four and 12 and ride some momentum in the next year. You never know. Exactly. Exactly. Always momentum. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, here's a good game. We got the Seahawks against your boys, Morris. Ugh. Your boys happen to be one and a half favorite point favorites at home. Yeah. It's already dropping. I said, because, you know, it's my first thing I do pretty much every week is I look at the spread for the Eagles game the next week. We opened as two and a half point favorites down to one and a half already. Not a great sign. Um, I can't pick against my team in this one. We need the game though. Uh, we got to stay alive, you know, hopefully catch down Dallas by that last game we play them. Um, I, I, you know, we usually don't lose back-to-back games at home. I think we really need the game. Seattle doesn't need the game as much. Um, West coast team traveling East. I think the Eagles somehow win. I don't know why, but I think we will win. Uh, I'm going to pick the Seahawks um, because Dagger. we've picked pretty much all of the same teams. Yeah, and I need to pick <laughs> up a game not? on you. So, <laughs> I, I and I'm looking down the road at these the rest of the games that I might be at the same. So, um, yeah, you know what? I'm changing back to the Eagles. Screw it. All right, let's go. Yes, let's go. Fly Eagles, fly. Fuck yeah. Um, I think Don would probably be on the Eagles as well. Um, so honorary Eagles fan for some reason he is. Uh, moving on, That's- yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to uh, oof, the game of back quarterbacks. Uh, we got the Lions at the Redskins. Yikes! Basically, a home game for the Lions here. Uh, they're three and a half point favorites. Oof. Um, I don't know how anyone can pick the Redskins after watching that crap last week. Um, I think. You know, Jeff Driscoll, he'll get his first win. I think the Lions cover that. So, Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Lions. I think I really like Jeff Driscoll this week. I think he, he puts together a solid game. Um, and the Redskins are just – they're uh, just a mess of a franchise. Um, they were chanting sell the team 
in the middle of the game. So can't like can't like any team that has that happen to oh, them. Oh boy. Yeah, they're miserable. Yeah. Um moving on to divisional matchup between the Jags and the Titans. <clears throat> the Titans are three point favorites at home. Um well, I did like Derrick Henry in this matchup. I'm going to go with the Jags, though. I think uh, I think Nick Foles finds his footing. Didn't look great first game back on Sunday. Um, I think the matchup's a little bit better this week. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jags. I just I don't know why. I think the Jags win this game. I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, fear, fear my boy. Fear our boy, Morris Ryan Tannehill. Fear him. Oh yeah, this is a Ryan I, Tannehill actually- podcast. He's actually a sneaky player. This oh, week. man, he's been pretty good. He's been good. Yeah, he always is a sneaky player. Kind of a shame we didn't pick him. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe I'll add him into the article because we didn't talk about him. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the Titans. Uh, Not too late. Titans are, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're still about. in it. Still in it. Oddly, in, in the wild card race, five and five. They're in the divisional race. I mean, they, they can win that division. Yeah. Oh, God. I guess that's true. I, I mean, the, thought of that, but yeah. I mean, the Jaguars could technically win the division. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. AFC good. South. The it just keeps on giving. Yeah, enough of that division. Uh, moving on <laughs> to the Cowboys at the Patriots, Oof. the Fox game of the week. We got the Patriots as six and a half point favorites. Oh, sadly, I'm going to pick Dallas in this. I don't, I, Hope they don't win, but I think it's more more likely they win than the Patriots cover that spread. The Patriots offense just doesn't seeing it up close, you know, firsthand for sixty minutes on Sunday was just not inspiring. As good as their defense is, I mean, Dallas's offense has big, big time playmakers, man. I mean, it's one of the best offenses in the league this year. Dak's been balling. Um, I don't know. I think I hope the Patriots win. Um, I think they probably still will, barely, but I think Dallas will definitely cover that six and a half point spread. Yeah, this is a this is a matchup that I just don't really know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what we're going to get out of the Patriots' offense. I think it does help that they're home, um, but I'm going to take the Cowboys to cover um, and have a shot at winning the football game. I think Dak Dak Prescott has been. It's been very good this year, so um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I th- it'll be a great game to watch. Um, yeah. Moving on to the Sunday night football game, we got Dom's Packers at eight and two against the San Francisco 49ers at nine and one, and the 49ers are three point favorites here. Yeah, I have a feeling this could be like an ugly game, similar to that Monday night Seahawks game, kind of a grinded out comes down to the very end. You know, some turnovers, low scoring. Um, two very good teams, obviously. But uh, I, don't know, I think I'm going to pick the Niners. Um, uh, they're going to get healthier. I think Kittle should be back. Hopefully Sanders plays too. They, they get the running backs back healthy. Um, I think Green Bay going out west. I think it'll be a good game. Um, it could be about a three-point game. But I'll take the Niners to, uh, like, barely cover that in the game. Uh, Dom and I are going to take the Packers. Just because I know he's going to pick the Packers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams will link up ten or so times this week, and I think that's possible. I just, I just have that feeling coming off the bye. I just I mean I don't know. The 49ers have played three tough games in a row. Um, 
you know, so I just, I, I like the Packers a little bit rested, um, you know, so anyway, I mean, I can't wait to watch that game. Sunday yeah, night. I can see this one going either way. I'm, I'm nah, glad he got too. flexed. I'm glad he got flexed, even though it kicked, kicked your Eagles out. Yeah, flex, flex my team out. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> no, the NFL doesn't care about my tailgating schedule. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> they don't care about anything. Uh, nope. <laughs> All right, moving on to Monday night football. Before the season, this looked like it would be a really good football game. It still might be. Got the Ravens going to L.A. to face the Los Angeles Rams. The Ravens are three-point favorites. I've seen enough of the Rams this year. Um, a lot of national TV games, I guess, you know, rightfully so after last year, but I just don't think they're that good. They're just clearly not the same team that they were the last couple of years. Um, yeah, this is just, I don't think this team's going anywhere this year. They're playing the hottest team in the league team. looks like maybe the best team in the league right now, the most complete uh, and the Ravens, the MVP, probably the league right now. And Lamar, I think they're firing on all cylinders. I think they could hit the Rams, the total buzzsaw in this game. Um, I love the Ravens in this game. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not done with the Rams yet, but I, I don't like them this week against the Ravens. I think, I think Lamar Jackson and company get it, get it done and uh, get it done. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think they play really well on Monday night football and uh, they cover this easily. Um, it's, it's, it should be a good game for at least a half, I think. And then I think in the second half, Lamar takes it over and turns up. So yeah, give, give me the Ravens. Um, I don't know. Dom likes picking the Rams. So me. Yeah. I mean, I'll just assume he does love the Rams. the Rams. Yeah, yeah. he's got the Rams for sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how you can still be on. I don't know how you're still watching yeah. them. I know he he he's dying on Jared Golf Island. It's a slow, painful death. Slow, painful death. Yeah, he's looked miserable too. Um, yeah, that that watching that Sunday night game was miserable. That was horrible. Horrible. Oh, Golf Trubisky, like that was. Yeah, it was really a shame they didn't have a better game to flex that thing out of there because that was my first thought when they flexed out the Eagles game this week. And I'm looking at last week's game with the Rams and Bears. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, there's no game that can, like, because the Eagles Seahawks game is way better than that, you know, Rams Bears game. They should have just, like, flip flopped the games by week. <laughs> yeah, if, if only. <laughs> is that bad? Yeah. If only. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Anyway, that concludes uh, our picks against the spread. Um, and this podcast, I want to remind you to visit jokermag.com, the home of the underdog. Also, we want to remind you to subscribe to the underdog newsletter on jokermag.com. It's uh, Tyler O'Shea puts out that fire every single week. So be sure, uh, be sure you're looking for that. Subscribe. Um, comes your email every Tuesday morning, and it's, it's a great read every single Tuesday morning. So stay on top of that. Uh, the article for your stinky plays will be out by Saturday morning. Um, and as always, follow us on Twitter at Plays Sneakies. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays podcast, presented by Jogermag.com, the home of the underdog. We want to remind you to visit Jogermag.com because it's the greatest site out there.